Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I am Zen. And I am Emily. Welcome to another water cooler episode, where sometimes it's Disney and sometimes it's not, but it's always fun and interesting, we hope. So today, <laughs> today I want to start off with something that is kind of interesting. So recently, Disney Plus came out with a new original series called Behind the Attraction. And this is one that they had kind of teased for a while now. And a lot of people were kind of thinking that it would be the next in line to the Imagineering story, which is super, super good on Disney Plus. Highly recommend you go watch it if you haven't seen it yet. I've watched it probably three times now, and it's it's fascinating because it's they go into the story of Disneyland and the Disney Company all the way from the beginning of the time of of Disney. I'm so excited about that one that I can't even talk straight to kind of like present day. And you actually get to see like a preview of the uh, stuntronics that are in California Venture and things like that. So people were thinking, okay, behind the attraction, this sounds like it's going to be more of that, but focusing on individual attractions. And it kind of is, but it also kind of isn't. So... Basically, um, if you've ever seen a show called The Movies That Made Us, it's yes. that, but for Disney attractions. And so if you haven't seen that series, it's on Netflix. And it's a fun and interesting series. It goes over, you know, different uh, movies and kind of how they came to be. But the style that it's done in is a little erratic and a little hard to follow sometimes. And it's so just like jump from one thing to the next thing, to this thing, to that thing that you're just like, Oh, I'm trying to keep up, but it's like, it's a little much. And so this is kind of more of the same. So you, you know, like the episodes will focus on a particular ride and how that ride came to be and some interesting facts about that ride. But at the same time, it's a little intense and it's a little like, too many dad jokes, too much going on at the same time. <laughs> so it's just like, okay. Is, there, is it possible too many dad jokes? You think, yeah, right? I mean, I love a good dad joke and a good pun as much as the next person, maybe slightly more. But even for me, it was a little bit like, okay, this is a little intense. Like, can we just focus on the, the, the people and not, um, you know, like the, narr- the narration kind of stole the show. It was it was a little like too much. Have have either of you guys seen this yet? No, and I know that you wanted to do a whole podcast on it, and I actually saw I was looking at the wrong thing. (laughs) 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 So I was watching the wrong thing. I think I was watching like they were doing they have a series now where it's all the individual Marvel characters and they do like a little background bio. Oh, okay. And I, I don't know. I wasn't. Anyways, no, I haven't seen it. Now I need to go see the right one. Yes. <laughs> what I'm supposed to watch. <laughs> it, think of like, I don't know if you've ever seen sometimes like on the Travel Channel or things like that. They've had little like behind the scenes glimpses at the different Disney parks and, and stuff like that. So it's kind of more like that. It's kind of more yeah. like cursory level look at different attractions. So if you're if you know a lot about the attractions already you're likely not going to learn anything new. I think for me, I learned maybe like a couple of new things, especially like I've only watched three of the episodes so far. And one of them was on Space Mountain. And since I don't know as much about the other Disney parks, I didn't realize that the other Disney parks versions of uh, Space Mountain, besides Walt Disney World, are actually a copy of ours. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. But, you know... For the most part, it's it's kind of stuff we know already. For me, okay, so when you talked about, like, the movies that made us, that series on Netflix, Mm -hmm. I tried, I was really excited when I saw that that came out a few months ago, if not last year, I don't remember everything is a blur, but I remember (laughs) I remember trying to watch um, the episode that they did on Elf, must have been around Christmas, because I was just like, in the Christmas mood. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, And so watching that, I don't think I ever finished the episode because of it was kind of like it was interesting, but also 
I didn't love the voice of the narration. It was too Mm -hmm. kind of like educational infomercially for me. Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's like that specific kind of voice that I was like, I like the information, but also I don't like listening to you. (laughs) Um, So I don't don't think I ever finished that. But then when you talked about the Disney version of like the behind the attraction, I was really, I had, didn't even realize that they were coming out with that. So I went on and I watched the first one, I think is Jungle Cruise, right? Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. So I same narrator. No. no. <laughs> it same was style. Same style, but I think I was able to finish all of Jungle Cruise. And I also watched the Space Mountain one because I think the content was more exciting for me. Um, mm-hmm. Because I personally don't know that much about like the behind the scenes of like how things are made. Like, the fact that Jungle Cruise was, they tried, one fact that I thought was funny was they tried to save as many of the orange trees as they could. And so they tagged, mm-hmm. like, the red ones that were tagged were supposed to be, like, chopped down. And then the green one, like, the green tags were supposed to be kept. But then the bulldozer guy was colorblind. So he just ended up bulldozing all of them. And they couldn't save mm-hmm. any of them, which I just thought was very sad, but also very hilarious. Um but it, it's kind of like really, everything goes really quick. Um, yeah. So I couldn't absorb all the information because of what you said, Jennifer. Like the narrator, she, there's too many like kind of really quick comment joke things. And I'd rather yes. just listen to the people <laughs> talking about like, like it's just fascinating that they have the, these clips from way back when they were, you know, designing and building that I'd rather hear more of that than like this, I don't know, computer lady commenting on how things are funny. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. And that, that's the thing too. It's like you have these clips of these Imagineers who have this wealth of information about how these things are made. And sometimes there's literally just clips of them like slow blinking to some kind of like, funny sound effect or something like that and it's like we get it you're trying to make a joke but you don't need to try this hard and you're wasting time on this unfunny joke when you could be filling it with more of the interesting stuff in my opinion you know like yeah yeah but comparing the two shows the movies that made us and behind the attractions i definitely enjoyed behind the attraction more like clearly i'm excited to watch the other i think they have one on like the haunted mansion and mm-hmm. other things. Well, now I got to watch it. it. <laughs> There's, let me see. I just pulled it up so I could refer to it. It goes Jungle Cruise, Haunted Mansion, Star Tours, uh, Twilight Zone, Tower of Terror, and Space Mountain. And then I think there's a couple others that they've kind of hinted at. The Disney Castles. And I forget what else. Oh, and some of the um, transportation, like the trains and things like that. So... Yeah, so it should be interesting. Yeah, I it like does that, sound yeah. interesting. It is. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's yes, it's funny because I know a lot of the things, but like, I mean, I know lots of random trivia, but it sounds like they go in a lot more depth. I don't have the ex- the knowledge base that you had, Jennifer. So I think I'm mm-hmm. going to be more pleasantly surprised. You know, so yeah, it's it's a good way to like get into the deeper stuff. So like, let's say if you hadn't seen um, the Imagineering story, you might want to start with this and then that might get you into the more nitty gritty of it that you do end up seeing with the Imagineering story. So, or even some of the, the really old episodes of um, world of Disney, there's actually episodes where Walt Disney is talking about how they came up with um you know, the Tiki Room, or there's even, I forget if it's called like Disneyland After Dark or something like that, but they actually show you how they used to program the um, the Haunted Mansion with the, the cutout discs and things like that. So, it's interesting stuff. Cool. Yeah. Ooh, also what I thought was cool to learn, um, kind of similar, like the Space Mountain one, I thought Disneyland was kind of like the original ride and then every other Disney park in the world was replicating what Disneyland does. Um, Mm -hmm. But I guess that's not really true because the first Space Mountain was actually at Disney World and they had a ton of land and so they were able to um, implement like the new block 
system blocking system where it's like multiple mm-hmm. cars at the same time um, for different like zones, I guess. And then they took it back to Anaheim Disneyland and they were like, well, shoot, we have like so little space, so little land. Like how are we going to compress everything into mm-hmm. like half a fraction of what Disney World has? And so that was just very interesting, like engineering to listen to. Um, And the other thing is like, if you've been to the Walt Disney world and now this isn't what I learned is just from personal experiences that the uh, space mountain, there's side by side seating. Mm -hmm. And in ours it's toboggan seating where you're all in a row. Other way. Oh, it's the other way. We're we're side by side and there's there's I'm getting, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting backward. Yeah. Which is interesting. Our space mountain used to be toboggan. Um, when I was younger, I remember going on Space Mountain when I was younger and I would like, I would sit in front of my parents, like either my mom or my dad, but we were like in different little seats, I guess. And so I would, really? they would like, yeah, they would like reach their hand back to hold my hand for like the initial like countdown part. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. And then they changed, they updated it and it changed to like two side by side, which made me more oh. comfortable when I was younger. <laughs> See, I hadn't actually ridden it until 2005 because my parents wrote it back in the 70s and they were so like, I don't know, they filled my head with like, it's really fast and it's super scary, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. And so like, I didn't work up enough courage to go on it until my at the time boyfriend was like, hey, let's just go on it. I got to show you this great music track. And then that they played during the daytime because at that point it was it was 2005 they had like a a daytime version of the music and a nighttime version of the music but for some reason it wasn't working correctly that day so we didn't get to i think we only got to hear the daytime version of the music and so like he's been sad about that ever since but hey yeah give me a second my doorbell just rang i'll be right back let me see what this is oh okay give me a moment Okay. It's not. I hope it's ice cream or something. I hope it's something. Oh yeah. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess continuing on with our learning. I guess. Oh, what I also found funny on um, the Jungle Cruise episode was like the one joke that I actually laughed at that like the narrator told was something about. Mm-hmm. I like heard it offhandedly because I had it on while I was doing something else, and I heard her say something like they needed something long water resistant but could also like run water through a hose they needed a hose. oh yeah, and I yeah. Was like oh that was funny i appreciated that that one. was pretty good <laughs> okay for that one did you think it was weird at all that they kind of went over the whole like um and disney had a dream and that dream was disneyland and blah 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 and i like my when my husband watched that episode he was like, okay, like, has, haven't we all, like, heard this story about <laughs> Disney creating Disneyland to death? And this is supposed to be about Jungle Cruise. Like, right. I get that Jungle Cruise was one of the original opening day attractions, but, like, we get it. Disney had a dream. He made Disneyland, blah, blah, blah. Like, he was going off on, like, you know, can we not get through something without hearing this story over and over and over? And so... I don't know. Did you feel that way at all? A little bit, but I also like didn't mind it too much because I knew it was the first episode. But I, yeah, now, thinking back at it, I feel like I mean, yes, we've like been hammered this like Disney Walt Disney dream into our minds <laughs> for so long. Right? That I feel like all of that commentary and all of those things that they talked about could have been put into like an intro episode or just like create an oh, entirely yeah. its own series and make it like. Walt's journey to Disneyland or something like that but but like I didn't mind it too much but I feel like unless it doesn't already exist they could put together some sort of like 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 I said Walt's journey to creating Disneyland or the Disney or something like that because I feel like that would be interesting in and in itself and not like letting it eclipse over other topics like the rides (laughs) Mm -hmm. they're doing so that's an interesting yeah, I, yeah, I think that would have been really good. Have like a separate little intro. That's a really good idea. You're Disney. hired. Yes. Right? Yes. It wasn't anything interesting. Just to they, they needed to be paid for the month. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, that's important. So. Yeah, everyone needs to get paid. But I <laughs> <Yeah>. mean, <laughs> but it's not during a podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, darn. Sorry it wasn't ice cream. I <laughs> know. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Um, what was also funny, this is not really related to behind the attraction, but talking about Jungle Cruise, 
the rock is everywhere with jungle cruise <laughs> like i was watching the olympics i think the opening ceremony or the first day or something like that and then it was like a not a commercial but like a promotion kind of just promoting team usa and then they had mm-hmm. like um it was a shot from like an empty airplane hangar and then the doors open and you see this like shadow figure walk in talking and i was like i bet that's the rock why is he talking about team usa <laughs> and then he like got closer and closer and then they shown the light on him and i was like yep that's the rock why oh my goodness. i don't know <laughs> like he didn't even talk about jungle cruise or disney it was literally just <laughs> him promoting like team usa <laughs> that's yeah. awesome wow. though that was so funny. You know what? He is in, he works so hard and he's in so many movies every year. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anyone who works harder than him. You know, yeah. it's, it's funny because someone was comparing him to like, uh, Vin Diesel and like, there's no comparison. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> and it's, it's just like, I, you know, the rock has even like, you see him, it's like, you know, it's going to be a bad movie. But it's just like Baywatch, but the rocks in it. So yeah. I'll give it a try. Right, exactly. I mean? <laughs> exactly. As long as he's in it, it's like, all right, it's worth one watch at least. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and he does comedy, he does action, he does, you know. And apparently wait. he's really down to earth too, which like that's always nice that's to hear. Awesome. Yeah. You know? Well, I'm I'm waiting for a romance, but <laughs> Yeah. Maybe so, a rom com. Yeah, he'll, he'll make his way a there. A rom com. <laughs> yeah, he's got time, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe even in Jungle Cruise or something. <gasps> but we'll see. Oh my god! Yeah. So. All right. Oh, is it time for a sponsor break? Sure. Talking about getting paid. Oh, yeah. Let's <laughs> take a sponsor break, and we'll be right back. When you look back upon your life and you see all the things you achieved. Certainly none of them started with inaction. And when you're planning for your next career journey, find us, the University of California, Irvine. We've over 80 convenient online certificates to help you navigate the future, and we're the perfect Sherpa for your next big adventure. Find us at ce.uci.edu. Welcome back, everyone. Um, so I, Jennifer just talked about a new show on Disney+, Plus, and I kind of wanted to touch upon another maybe new show. It's new to me. I just came across it. But it's The Monsters at Work. Um, yep. like, oh, series. yeah. It's super cute. I've only watched the first episode. But if you like Monsters, Inc. or Pixar or animation, then it's the story of Monsters after they graduate Monsters University and then they go to the plant. I don't remember what it's called, but the first episode is just funny because the graduate, he's like, he gets into, he becomes a screamer or something like, like a job offer as a screamer, but then he gets to the the plant and then he realizes that they don't need screamers anymore. Um, Oh, (laughs) it's just really cute. Um, So I haven't watched everything, but that's kind of the initial premise. If you're interested, it's like 20 minute episodes, super short and cute. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's something I wanted to mention. And then since this is our water cooler, I have a Disney related experience that I wanted to share with you guys. I've been waiting for like our next water cooler episode to share. (laughs) Um, So my brother came into town, my brother and sister-in-law and baby niece came into town almost a month ago. And Mm -hmm. when they came... Uh, they were like, do you have any home videos of when Alan, my brother, was a baby? Because they've seen hmm. baby pictures, but they wanted to see like videos of when he was, you know, newborn, walking, all those things. And so mm-hmm. I went and luckily we still keep all these things. Um, so I went and I found all the high eight tapes that we have. And oh, then, wow. Yeah. And then luck- it always makes me so nervous when we talk about home movies because it's one thing to have the tapes, but it's another thing to actually have the camera that will take the tapes. Um, oh, so yeah. I always know where the tapes are, but it's always like a really nerve wracking scavenger hunt to find the camera because like, I don't know what to do if I don't have the camera, but luckily I found it. And um, we were watching all these videos and my parents went to Disneyland so much. And I don't think they were like 
Disney fanatics by any means, but they just, you know, enjoyed taking my brother. Um, and then me, like, we're six years apart. So it's why there's not a lot of video with me and him that we were watching. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was just super, obviously very cute to see my brother as like a child and not like a 30 year old man with his own child now. Um, but what was interesting is Disneyland, it was like early 90s. And um, it was the the stuff that I saw, like, I actually, we have, like, footage of my brother and my parents on the People Mover, which is... Oh, cool! Yeah, which is crazy, because we've talked about it before, and I've seen, like, other people's footage on YouTube, but I didn't realize that we had our own, like, family footage. Um, so mm-hmm. that was amazing. And then my mom actually recorded part of, like, the Delta Dream Flight, I think. And so... Whoa. Yeah. Oh. And so she actually, like, we have footage of that, too. And then there was, like, a trip that they went on where, I guess, Disneyland had just started planting that, um, the flower, like, the Mickey flower fields, like, right after the front entrance. So, Mm -hmm. it was, like, you could tell that they were trying to do something, and obviously, we know that it's supposed to be Mickey, but, like, at the time, they were still, like, planting everything. It was, like... People were speculating. Yeah, it was really (laughs) interesting. And then, Mm -hmm. um, like, behind it, I don't think the railroad was made yet i think they were like, still constructing it or something um whoa so it was just like That's... like such a time capsule for sure you know you can take those to um costco yes. and you can have them uh turned into dvds that or is what the have plan. You. that is my project for the next couple months because we have a lot to go through and i like don't know if i should do them in chronological order or if i should do them by like most wanted videos to convert but we have how many are there like 40 tapes (laughs) you know what just just bite the bullet take them all in at the same time yeah just bite the bullet you're right you're right (laughs) I i know because at first my mom was like do we even care about these videos because like we only watch these once every like five or ten years right but then as soon as mm-hmm. we started watching them she goes oh we should keep these <laughs> right yeah you gotta <laughs> keep stuff like that man if only for the disney stuff because you know that's i mean you if you took the disney parts and you just put them up onto youtube you might be able to make a living at it Right? Thank you, Ben. <laughs> From the revenue. Yeah, really good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That'll that's what that's gonna motivate me. I'll go this weekend. I'll drop it off at Costco. Yeah. We'll get this we'll it, get it, things it started. It will pay for itself with the revenues <laughs> that you get, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. But it's yeah. Man. So yeah. that's it was such a trip, like so amazing. Nice. All right. Am I up? Yep. Okay. So um, this kind of goes not exactly back to my shower thoughts kind of thing. Um, I think I'm going to do this more frequently. But having watched all the Marvel films all in a row and having the ability to watch it at home um, has been a lot of fun. Okay. And mm-hmm. um when you're watching the movie at the movie theater, most of, lots of the time you're spending all your time trying to concentrate on the plot that you don't actually take a, you don't get a good chance to experience the visuals of it. You, know, you don't mm-hmm. pay close attention. You're paying attention to the storyline. There's a ton of Easter eggs in those movies. Did you guys yeah. realize that? I, okay. I see I like the, I like the, noticed, I feel like I notice each time I watch it, but like, I don't pay attention also. But, like, there's little things. I'm like, oh, shoot, I didn't realize. There's lists that come out, too. Like, after, especially after, like, WandaVision or those types of series have ended, it's like, did you catch all the Easter eggs, blah, blah, blah? And then it's like, oh, shit, there were Easter eggs. I didn't notice, you know? Well, I'm going to give you three Easter eggs for, like, long-term fanboy comic book guys. Or at least kind of, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm going to give you three. First of all... um. Everyone's seen Guardians of the Galaxy, and at one point we go to the Collector's hideout or lair. Do you recall that? You know, the Collector. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, they're just kind of passing through, and in one of the tubes, like this big, huge, I don't know, six-foot tube wide by like 10 feet tall or whatever, is Howard the Duck. 
Oh yeah, that one I did catch. Okay. Okay, and there's a rumor they might make a Howard the Duck set too, and then also Howard the. I mean, he keeps on coming up, and I got a funny. I'm really, really wondering if he's going to come up in the next Spider-Man with the alternate realities. But isn't he not very like Disney friendly? Like I, I don't remember actually watching anything with him, but I remember it was like, like oh no, you can't watch that because that's like for adults or something. I don't know. I remember it, something like that. It was for an older age group, but mm-hmm. it, it was it was just the weirdest, strangest thing. And they even made a movie with Lee Thompson in it. So hmm. I mean, it's it's very interesting. I mean, it maybe maybe not, but. Um, I have heard rumors they want to bring that IP back. You know, hmm. I don't know how. And if you remember, the first film was actually done by, it was a Lucas film. Oh. <laughs> it was done by the Star Wars Lucas films. I, I, you know, so I'm just very, very curious to see where that's going to go. Um, the second one I have is in the, I think it's the original Captain America movie. At one point, they make it to Stark Expo, mm-hmm. and it's Bucky, and um, but he's not Bucky yet at that point, and he's not Winter Soldier at this point, and Steve Rogers running around Stark Expo, which is like a world's expo, and if it's a blink and you'll miss it kind of moment, they zo- they kind of come into the Grand Pavilion, and in the middle of the Grand Pavilion, once again, another tube is kind of like a android like body in the tube Hmm. and the android and it's not moving but the android like body i was like no it can't be it's the original human torch from the old 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 comic books the original human torch was not with the fantastic four it was an android Um, In 1939, it was like an android in a laboratory, and it was an android, and then eventually became decommissioned. And, I mean, there's like a big, long storyline. I even feel like the original Human Torch may have some relationship to the Vision, but I don't want to say that. Mm-hmm. You know, but so the thing is that, um, so the original Human Torch, and then of course, what makes it even funnier is Captain America, played by Chris Evans, played. The human yeah. Torch, the first yes. Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> she was so <laughs> handsome. Okay, so that's my um, that's my second one. So like, first one Howard the Duck, second one the Human Torch we get to see, and I thought that was a really really neat Easter egg, and that's mm-hmm. for people. And actually, that's even before my time. But everyone, if you read comic books for a long time, is like, oh, the original Human Torch was an android, you know. So mm-hmm. okay, and the last one was in Loki. Um, at one point they're going, I think it's through, I can't remember what the scene was, but they're kind of going through Loki's history. And at one point, Loki gets onto a plane, hijack, not hijacks a plane and takes a bunch of money and then jumps out mm-hmm. the window in a parachute. Mm-hmm. The stewardess calls him Mr. Cooper. Okay. And I'm like, no freaking way. And this is a little bit before my time as well. But in 1971, someone known as D.B. Cooper hijacked a plane between uh, Seattle and Portland. Portland and Seattle. And he he got a bunch of money, jumped out of the plane in the um, parachute, and never to be seen again. And it's unsolved to this day. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. I so, do remember um, Owen Wilson saying, like, you were a D.B. Cooper. I can't believe it. But, like, I didn't know the historical significance of it. I was just like, yeah. he was D.B. Cooper. So, okay. <laughs> Interesting. This is, this is one of those things where it's the Unsolved Mysteries kind of show. Like, when you see Unsolved Mysteries, there was a guy, hijacked a plane, got a bunch of money, got onto the plane, at, when he's getting onto the plane, asked the police, like or FBI, it was like, I want three, I want three parachutes or whatever, puts on a parachute, opens the door, jumps out, never to be seen again into the woods. Wow. And since then, some of the money 
it has never shown up. The numbers have never shown up in circulation, but they found some like on a riverbed, like 20 years later and all that type of stuff. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, look it up. It's a fascinating story. His name really wasn't, I mean, DB Cooper was almost like an alias because it was, Mm -hmm. you know, it was misreported. So now everyone calls him DB Cooper, Mm -hmm. but the fact that they made Loki like the, you know, they made this unsolved mystery. It's actually Loki was absolutely hysterical wow <laughs> that's so cool and uh, that makes it that much more like interesting because then you can go back and go oh wow that was a real event like it, i yeah. wonder how they they research some of these you know now yeah now knowing that well i mean db cooper is so if you're like you know like if you're in your 40s and your 50s you've heard it in your lifetime mm-hmm. and every like probably like every 10 to 15 years is like there's a lead on the DB Cooper case, and you hear something, and then it's like, nope, nothing. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I mean, because the guy would be like, let's say the guy was like probably at least 30. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, he can't, well, I mean, he would be at minimum 80 years old yeah. if he were alive today. Wow. And, yeah. and to this day, no one went missing. There's no missing people. There's no, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's a very interesting you know, unsolved mystery, but this, but the, the fact that they solved it with uh, Loki is all like so much my favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so those were my three Easter eggs. I've been thinking just because I watched all the movies all in the round and it just came to mind. Yeah. I love when shows do that. I love when they add some like little nod that's like, Oh, Hey, I recognize that. Or I know what that means. That mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Just something uh, random too, you know? When you talked about Loki, Zen, uh, I already brought this up to both of you offline, but it reminds me of my revelation like last week. Of so, if you've watched Loki, you know that it's all about like the timeline protect. Like the TVA is an organization that was created to protect the timeline. Um, and then I watched the Umbrella Academy, which is a series on Netflix, but it was originally a comic book series yes yes Mm -hmm. okay yes i did not know that i thought it was just a netflix series so it being a comic book series makes it that much more interesting um but watching the umbrella academy first of all it's like much darker than loki so be warned um but it it follows i this is how my mind interpreted it because i watched loki first and then the umbrella academy but the umbrella academy follows the same kind of general plot line where there's a, like a main timeline that is um, that this organization called the commission is, you know, keeping intact. And then anytime mm-hmm. something goes off, branches off or something like that, they send agents. I think they're just called agents. agents. Yeah. Right. A- agents out to what in Loki we would know as like pruning the timeline, but in the umbrella Academy, it's literally just like assassinating these variants <laughs> that exists. Um, so I was like tripping out. Cause I was like, is this the same thing? Am I, what is what? Um, but then I talked to Zen and Jennifer about it and Zen is familiar with the comic book and the series. And cause I def- read the comic books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Loki definitely copied the umbrella Academy because I was like, why are they the same thing? Did, did like, I, I wonder, well, I'm not like, sure if they copied it, well, but they're using the, the you know, they're using the after the Umbrella Academy. So in my mind, that means they took some. They could have been inspired, <laughs> at least I mean, you know, it like be back. You could just say it's Back to the Future. They're stealing from Back to the Future because there's alternate realities. Of course, yeah. you don't have the time cop. But remember, <laughs> there was a movie in the 1990s called The Time Cop with John Claude Van Damme. Oh yeah. And he was a guy who prevented all that type of stuff, too. So, so it's not a completely new concept. Right. I don't want to say they stole it, they but, did not steal you know, it. maybe influence. <laughs> huh? it was, they didn't steal it. I mean, I'll, I'll correct myself. They didn't steal it, but it was very similar. I felt like I was watching, like, very similar shows, um, like, mm-hmm. at the same time. <laughs> um, I, I tell you what, it's... It, I th- I love the Umbrella Academy because it's like a combination of it's like a dysfunctional superhero family mixed in with the Breakfast Club. If you ever seen those movies, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. 
<laughs> so, I mean, it's it's so breakfast clubby to me. <laughs> it is. It really is. That's a really good um, analogy. And mm-hmm. are they coming out with a third season? Because yes, I'm delayed sad. because okay, of okay, COVID. I would be no. sad if they were just done with two seasons because I, I became very invested in this show. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is so good. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. so good, and especially uh, what's his name number five. Do we always five? Yeah, yeah. five. <laughs> yeah. He's so good. That kid. They apparently they say when that the actor I forget what his name is when they're offset. He's kind of the adult in the room still. Oh, interesting. <laughs> he's kind funny. of mature beyond his years. That's <laughs> really funny. <laughs> so. Oh so my god! I need coffee black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a great show. I don't know. I it was like a really really popular um, when it first came out, but I just I tried watching yeah. it, and then it just wasn't my cup of tea at the moment. And then I don't know what happened, but last week or last two weeks ago, um, I was like, maybe I'll put this on, and like as like a background show, and then I just got like really invested. Mm-hmm. Very good. So good. <laughs> That happens so, to me sometimes too. Like I'll watch a movie and then be like, eh, it was okay. And then I'll go back and watch it again and be like, oh my God, this is the greatest movie ever. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Any other suggestions out there? Hmm. What else have I seen lately? I feel like I haven't watched too much TV, honestly, lately. I've been watching. So this is the funniest thing is it, it's, it's a perf, it's a Disney film. Uh, I mean, it's a Disney TV series, mm-hmm. but my kid and I have been watching a lot of um, Casey undercover. Oh, <laughs> have you seen this? Oh, no, I've heard the name. Was Zendaya? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. That's why I've heard it. Okay. Yeah, I stopped watching Disney channel before that came out but i just know it i've seen it around because it's zendaya mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's it that's that's exactly because i've zendaya now that i've seen the spider-man films you know all back to back it's like oh who is this woman and it's like oh she's a you know she's essentially from disney right mm-hmm. and she's in there and it's just like oh my god and and, and you can't play a more different character <laughs> different characters mm-hmm. so Anyways, it's just so fun to watch Zendaya as a completely different role. And, you know, and then like also, anyways, so interesting to see. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because I remember when Zendaya first came out on Shake It Up, which is kind of like towards the end of when I stopped, like started watching. Or I guess Shake It Up came out and then I started to like stop watching Disney Channel. But that's where Mm -hmm. I first saw her. And seeing her now, like in the Spider-Man movies, in Euphoria, or in she just came out with a relatively new movie with the main guy from Tenet. Um, I think it's called Malcolm and Marie. I never finished watching mm-hmm. it, but it's like really mature, kind of like she's like a, like a Did- whole woman kind of person. Like seeing comparing that versus like when she first just started acting on Shake It Up. It's so crazy to see how much she's grown and matured. Yeah. Oh, and continuing on a co- previous conversation that we had, and I'll shut up afterwards. Remember you guys were talking about there was a movie with Tom Hanks in it called Turner and Hooch? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now they have a Disney TV series. I, was just, I saw that. Yeah, I saw the commercial and I was like, wait, The commercial, what? yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. It's like everything old is new again and, and revamped and yeah i see they did get tom hanks though mm-hmm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that would be interesting i wonder if he'll make a cameo as like something as oh uh, that'd be cool that'd be cute i would enjoy that. yeah but it's the, yeah. the main guy who's playing it is um josh peck from drake and josh which is so funny he went from nickelodeon oh. back to disney or not back but from nickelodeon to disney interesting so funny hmm. <laughs> yeah nice 
Oh, you know, speaking of Nickelodeon, it's not quite Disney, but uh, did you guys see that iCarly has now had a yes. reboot? Yes, I haven't watched any Well, episodes, not a reboot, a sequel. But yes, I, I've, I've seen things, but not the actual episodes. Have you watched it? I haven't, just because I think it's only on... Um, the Peacock streaming oh, service. Right. And yeah. I have too many streaming services Same. like Netflix <laughs> and Amazon Prime and Disney Plus is like, I can't, and Hulu, mm-hmm. I can't do anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually just gave up because I have HBO Prime and it was oh, Netflix and, HBO and Disney yep. Plus. And I'm just like, <laughs> okay, even if all of us in the whole household are watching one of the services at a time, we still have one service not being used. Mm-hmm. So I, I just dropped Netflix for the first time in <gasps> probably a decade. Wow. You know, it's just like there's just too many things to watch at the same time. So it's like, okay, we're just going to have to give up one for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But of course, of the other, everything else I have is prepaid. Yeah. So HBO, I got like a year's worth. I got. Oh, I see. Because it's cheaper to buy. I buy a year's worth of HBO. I buy a year. Like, I'm still on the Disney Plus when it first came out. I bought three years in a row. Yeah. That was a good deal. Really good deal. Mm-hmm. And then Prime, of course, I, you know, I still got to get my stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. <laughs> So it's like, okay, let's just drop Netflix for a little bit. It would I be thought about back. doing it just because, like, I haven't watched Netflix stuff as often. Mm-hmm. And some of the stuff that I was watching on Netflix is now on Disney Plus or coming to Disney Plus. Like, um, I was watching Miraculous on Netflix. And now that I think two of the, um, like, the specials. They have one where, like, they go to Shanghai, and then they've got oh, yeah. one where they go to New York. And so those are on Disney Plus now. So Like, almost like a movie uh, movie format, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like they a are. little movie kind of thing. So and I was kind of like, eh. I think my husband still watches some stuff on Netflix, though. So we'll probably keep it a little longer. But, yeah, we might drop it eventually, too. Well, I'm coming back to Netflix sooner or later. But I mean, it's just like drop it for six months because, you know, we've had Netflix for, I mean, literally a decade in a row, if not longer. Mm -hmm. We had it when it was a CD only service. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I remember that. And you get the little envelope. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they still have that service. Do they? Really? You still can get Blu rays on uh, their, get their Blu ray service. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder for how much. It's it's not cheap, mm. but it's something like ten or fifteen bucks for one at a time now. Oh, but there's a lot of things on their Blu-ray service that's not available on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So if you're like trying to see like an older obscure movie, it's a really good way to find some older obscure obscure movies that may not be streaming. Hmm. So, okay, I could see that if you're like the type of person who is like into films, you know, instead of just like, oh, what's on Netflix? <laughs> then I could see yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I was just trying to, I was thinking recently, there's a bunch of movies I'd like to rewatch. And so, like, there's, there's a great online, um, there's a website called Just Watch. Have you guys mm-hmm. used this? Mm-hmm. So, just watch what you do is you go to just watch you open up an account and it's free and then you put in all the services that you have so you put in disney plus you put in i got this i got this i got this i got this and then you name any movie and then it will tell you where you can find that movie for free on your services or to rent or to purchase Ooh, nice so, I mean, like, it's like, oh, I didn't know. It's like, oh, through my cable station, they have it available for streaming, so I don't have to buy it through Amazon. Mm-hmm. So. Oh. Hmm. What's that, yeah. What's that, that website called again? It's called Just Watch. Just Watch. Okay. So, I mean, you don't even have to sign up. I don't think you even have to sign up. But just put in any name of any movie like for example recently i wanted to go see um chris evans movie is called push 
Mm-hmm. And so when you put yes. it in, it says it's available on Peacock with ads. Uh, it's available on Amazon it's- for $3.80. And it even tells you how much it is. Wow. That's awesome. So helpful. It- yeah. yeah. And then if you want to buy it for streaming, it will tell you how much it costs to buy it. And then it gives you uh, the average rating for it. Like, you know, 71%, 60, whatever, whatever, whatever. Hmm. Pretty good. Wow. This does have a lot. Nice. I, mean, I will be using this. Put in, like, just yeah. like, like Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. Okay, everyone grab their computer. Princess Bride is <laughs> available to stream on Disney for free. You can rent it from Amazon, Redbox, Streaming, and I don't know what the last one, for 4 bucks, Or you can buy it on Apple TV, Amazon, Microsoft. And then if you click on any of the icons that they show, it will drive you right to that page. And then you can just purchase it from there. Wow. Or rent it or stream it from there. Nice. Best website for anyone who watches movies or is a big movie fan. Mm-hmm. And one more aspect of it, which is really cool, is if you open up an account, it will keep track of all the things that you've been looking for. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, the other day, I was like, I forgot what it was. I forgot that I was looking for push. <laughs> and it's like, oh, there it is. Now I want to go watch Push. Nice. Oh, wow. Yeah, I tried to put in like random obscure stuff. Like, um, it shows up. I put in My Little Pony the movie, and it's like, oh, you can rent it for four twenty on Amazon. Wow. And so it's a nineteen eighties movie. <laughs> so it's wow. Just trying to find old movies or things that you've rewatched. My other favorite site is something called Declutter. Mm-hmm. D-C-L-T-T-R. Uh, oh, no. It's D, uh, D-E-C-L-U-T-T-R. Hmm. And Declutter, I don't know how they do this, but they aggregate a whole bunch of businesses with them, a bunch of and um, if you're if you put in the push the movie, mm-hmm. it will come up with push the movie and all the sellers that are selling it and for how much. Ooh! And it, the, there's no um, shipping, so it's already included on the price. And like, unless when you're like when you're gone, eBay is like, oh son of a god. You know, how much is shipping going to be? Is it going to be free? Is it going to be the one guy who sells it for a dollar, but $16 is shipping? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it it puts it all together. And it just, um, and all those old movies, you know, many of them you can find for a buck, sometimes as little as five bucks. Wow. So pretty good. Boy, I've never heard of these before. That's awesome. You also can buy a used phone there too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Interesting. And I've this had really neat. good luck too. Whenever I purchase stuff from Declutter, it comes really quick and they're always, it's in good shape. Nice. Yeah, I tried something obscure again, the sing-along songs of Disneyland <laughs> fun, and they actually have one DVD of it. Impressive. Yup. Nice. All right. Well, wow. They have Harry Potter four for twelve dollars. I don't know if that Whoa. means four of the same movie or four Harry Potter movies for twelve dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but still, that's a good price because I think I paid yeah the full Harry Potter collection. I think I got it on like Prime Day, so originally it's probably oh seven year there you bucks, go and I got it for like maybe thirty. Okay, so what what happens is when you see something like four four eight, right? Mm-hmm. So the regular price for Harry Potter is three ninety nine, but they're right now doing a deal for four for eight dollars. So if you find other movies with that label on it, you can put them all into your box. Then you get four movies for the price of eight dollars. Oh, oh interesting. interesting. Yeah. So like, um, lots of times I see like I think last week if I bought Push, it was five bucks, but if um, I buy another movie along with it, then both movies will be $4. Wow. Okay. And they could, they 
and the other part is is strange because it actually could be coming from two different people too. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Huh. So um yeah so um just make sure you're getting blu-rays or not blu-rays you know be careful because they have dvds up right. there too <laughs> so very yeah cool. but you almost could get the whole you know all of them for what 20 bucks or so mm-hmm. probably yeah not bad but also look for the how, how much is the box set i can't remember right now See, that's the thing like if there's a box set and especially if it looks really cool it's hard to pass those up if they're not just insanely expensive, but yeah, so yeah, I think I got the Harry Potter box set on Amazon Prime. I also got the Fast and Furious box set pre nice Fast Seven. I think it went up to six, just because I was like, I enjoy these movies, and it's like fifteen dollars for one through six or something like that. I feel like three through six are the same movie, but okay. I don't know if I've watched them since I like I probably watched it like the week that I got it or like the following weeks that I received it but I haven't rewatched them since but they're Mm -hmm. they're there if I want to right yeah there you go all right well those are some good recommendations for things to watch and then to go and check out just watch and see if you can find more things to watch or find <laughs> or, some DVDs to buy. <laughs> and watch. Yeah, watch. Watch. <laughs> so that's your homework. And that does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. And you can also find us and on you our can find Instagram us- Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> at Main Street UCI. Don't forget to send us your questions and requests. We love to hear from you. Thank you again to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. Find their career boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. And with that, we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye! Bye! Bye.